So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian show is starting. You don't, you don't look happy, man. What's up? How are we doing? You in a good mood or what? Is this, this? You seem very. Couple things. Um, rainy day here. Rainy day. A lot of rain. All right. All right. I was in Chicago for two days. Cold. Chicago is brown and gray. Yeah. After living in California for 25 years, I love Chicago, but when you go there, you don't want to do nothing. Yeah. And I don't know if you feel that way in Fredonia when you walk out of your, your house. It looks gray, shit brown. Man. Yeah. Yep. Sun is, is gone. F- gone. Does this affect you in any way? Bro. I just can't believe how many times you hit the nail on the head of what's going on in my life. Just had this conversation with my daughter and my wife today. Every morning in the winter, I wake up so depressed. You're just laying in bed. The alarm goes off. We get up early because Sadie's got to be at school early. And it's just horrible, man. You just like... And then the, it literally takes till you get downstairs. You got the kitchen light on. You got the local radio on. You pour in your coffee, and you on, and you finally start to feel not depressed, and you come out of it, you know. But it's like when you first wake up in the winter, yeah, it's like really depressing, man. And it's it's, and, and I'm saying to Jackie, I'm like, I don't want to feel this way when I'm older and I'm I'm not working as much anymore. I don't want to wake up and feel this way. But she argues, she might have a point. And I'd like to know what your father thinks. Well, actually, he still works. When you don't have to work, you don't mind that it's cold. You wake up, man, I've got to go out there. But yeah, man, brings me down, bro. I think well, about a, you guys sometimes when I, yeah. when I in this weather. It's affected my father in a way that I think now, although he doesn't work as much, you become sedentary and you, you don't want to do nothing. He even told me, I don't want to fucking do nothing. I don't want to go outside. Do you want to go outside, get in the car, and, and, and go places? And then you got to, you know, you, you got to park the car, and then you walk in, and you freeze, come back out, you're freezing again. Especially when you get, you know, close to 80 years old, your bones can't take that. Right? No, I, yeah, no. And I mean, even now, I walk my dog, and not only is it cold, but everything is dirty, beat dirty. up rotting melting dirt gray you, you know and, and like you gotta you gotta be happy in here to survive an east coast winter because <laughs> if you get if you're banking on the weather tighten the noose baby that's it it's the worst july in years what i wanted to start the show with and, and i don't even know if you know this 
But I'm just going to play a song for you. We're going to listen to the song. I say, oh, you know, you know the song? I, have, I, I, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it, so I'm very excited. Okay. I know what you're going to play for me. Now, I'm just going to play the song. And you could tell me when to stop the song, okay? You could tell Should- me when to stop. We could we could play it all. We're not going to set it up. I'm just going to, we're going to play it. And then when you've heard enough, you could say, okay, we haven't heard enough. Or you could listen to the whole song. It's up to you. I heard it that it was coming out, uh, and I saw it was coming out today, and I was like, oh, wow, this will be great for the cast. But I have not listened at all, so I'm very excited, bro. But- okay, this is it. This is it. We're going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it. I'm late, but I'm here right now, and I'm trying to find the magic that we lost somehow. Maybe I okay. was blind. Yeah. So you being a Billy Joel fan, right? This is his first yeah. time coming out with a song in 17 years. Okay, yeah. Could you give me yeah, a... I, I, I'm doing a... I'm going to do my impression of anyone being grilled by Congress, okay? Because I am a huge Billy Joel fan. Uh, I, pl- I played the fifth. Bro, I'm an honest guy. You know I am. I don't know what to say. What do you think? I mean, come on. I I, I like the song. Listen, I'm not, I'm not a song guy. Yeah. But I, I, I thought the song was was a good song, so do you think, uh, and I'm going to relate this to comedy, do you think that comedy is in the same hemisphere as that? Like, the early stuff is the mm-hmm. best stuff, and as they progress, comedians are not as funny as they once were, just because they gave you the right. best they got. It's like a fighter. I Yes. I don't, I don't think that in comedy, it's interesting. In comedy, like... One thing we don't have that they have is we can't do uh, whatever. We can't do old stuff. Although a musician might tell you that drives them crazy that they have to. So it goes both ways. But I feel like as we get older, we have more and more well, wiser uh, experience, seen it, done it, been there. So, you know, I mean, if you're if you're a comedian that's like... Uh, doing a tv show uh, uh making movies or something and you're just once in a while going out and doing stand-up you might not be as tight as you were when you're doing it every night but no nah, i don't i don't feel like great comedians i i just think as if they put the time in they'll always be great maybe even greater i don't feel like carlin was less funny by the end you know he was definitely more opinionated and if you weren't into his opinion that was one thing but um uh but then you know it's crazy. I remember at the comedy cell, bro. Sometimes old comedians would come in, you know, older, uh, famous or not famous, uh, and they were just as funny as ever. And then sometimes an older comedian would come in and do like, uh, boy, are my arms tied. I just flew in from blah, blah, blah. Boy, are my arms tied practically, you know, like just dated stuff. And you're like, do they not notice? Like wearing old clothes, does the wife not say or does she not notice either? Am I going to be, I used to say to Colin Quinn one time, like, bro, am I going to be that guy popping into the cellar doing jokes about records? And like, everyone's like, hey, we download now, you know, and he goes, you won't be that guy. If you weren't that, if you weren't a hack when you were younger, you won't be the hack when you're older. So I don't know. What do you, what, what do you think, bro? Do you think when you're 70, as long as your mind is still there, 
and your body's not a complete deteriorated mess, do you think you have you could still be as great as you are now, or do you think you? you I can't think be? it's difficult. I think it's difficult to maintain that uh, throughout your career. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's difficult to maintain a level of excellence year in and year out. Yeah, comedians might be funny and whatnot. Who knows? Uh, but I would like to, I mean, look at Eddie Murphy came out with two specials, raw and uh, delirious. Right. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't done comedy in years. You think if he came out with a special now that it would top those two? Of course not because he stopped doing it. But if he had been doing stand up from now, like, uh, like till then, look at Chappelle, you know, I mean, guys just still great, 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 great. He's never not going to be great as long as he can talk and move. So, but if Chappelle took 40 years off. I'd be like, this could be hit and miss coming back, you know, and then and then it really does, you know, get to a point where if you've been away so long, if you've never stopped doing it, that's one thing, because you, you constantly used to being up there and, and what comes with it. But if you step away for too long and then you like put yourself in a position where you have you're financially doing great, maybe movies, TV, whatever it is, then it, then it becomes like. Why? Why would I put myself back out there? You know, it gets it gets scary. The, the longer you don't do stand up, the scarier yeah. it is the thought the thought of coming back. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, shit. When we we took off that COVID, you know, stretch, and then yeah, you know, we we came back and started doing comedy. I felt like there was some definite rust there. I can't even imagine taking years and years yeah. and years off and then coming back to it. <laughs> All right, guys, on average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, your odds aren't looking that great. Luckily, we have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch to Mint Mobile, baby. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can't beat this, Sebastian. Yeah, you could choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to a monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, families start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month now to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash the cast that's mintmobile.com slash the cast Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash the cast. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for musicians, I felt that way with Michael Jackson. Uh, by the way, there's a new documentary that just dropped over on Netflix that's called uh, The Greatest Night in Pop History, uh, which chronicles the night that they sang We Are the World. I don't know if you saw this yet. I read about it. I didn't see it. Yeah. You know, Billy Joel was in that too. I do. Yeah, I do. I was such a Billy Joel fan. It was like uh, your baseball team or something. Like, did, Bill, who, did you guy make it? My guy made it. Billy's in. Madonna just bailed on it, I guess I read. 
Yeah, Madonna wasn't there. Prince wasn't there. Um, it's not. I don't think Madonna bailed. I think they chose Cindy Lauper at oh, the time yeah. uh, instead of Madonna. But they were trying to get Prince to do it, and Prince didn't want to come. He like, I guess, didn't want to be around a lot of people, and he wanted yeah. to do like a guitar solo. But it never worked out. But it was pretty inspiring how they put that whole thing together, and then in one night they did a song, and it becomes you know one of the most popular songs ever. But it's funny. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to give too much of a spoiler, but Al Jarreau was on the song, and he was tanked. And so we all must be ah uh, again, again. And so we all must lend a helping hand. We are. Oh, really? He was gone. Uh, he couldn't even get his his verse out. So if you go and look at Al Jarreau's verse on that, he's fighting through a buzz. <laughs> oh, right. wow. Well, it's so funny. That thing was such a who's who, you know, because like... Again, diehard Billy Joel fan, but no one's ever going to mistake him for having, and he'll even tell to you, uh, a beautiful voice, you know what I mean? But he's Billy Joel, and you just, even like Hall and Oates, they took the they took Hall, but they didn't take Oates, the curly-haired guy. <laughs> How did that go? The manager goes in, good news, bad news, guys. <laughs> They're into the hall. <laughs> but Oates was there. Oates was there? Oates was there, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get a verse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, Oates was he there. A, oh, he didn't get a verse. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he sing didn't anything like, there. Well, I think he might have oh, been chorus. on the chorus, but I don't think oh, he was. You know, I, he didn't do like oh. a. Um, you know who left was Waylon Jennings. He just actually left the whole. He was there, and then mm-hmm. like uh, Stevie Wonder said, I think we should add some. I don't know what. Like, like an African saying to this song, and Waylon Jennings, I ain't singing that. Walked right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you gotta love Prince just being like, nah, I'm good, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people didn't know what it I mean, they didn't really know, and not that they didn't know who was gonna be there, but. You know, so, you know, you're doing the thing with Michael Jackson and, and Lionel Richie and uh, uh, what's the producer's name? Uh, the big producer. Oh God, why is it, his name slipping my mind? Here you go with the memory again. The the guy did uh, Michael Jackson Thriller, Quincy Jones. Yeah, yeah Quincy yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you got those three guys. Obviously, you know, you, you know, even if you just had those three alone, and they wanted to right. add you to a song. You would do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, right? It's like uh, Spielberg, Tom Cruise wanted to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody even tell Yeah. 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 I'm in. <laughs> and they did that song after the American Music Awards because they planned it so a lot of people were going to be in town for that award show. So after the award show let out, they went to go sing this song. And it, they went into like oh, four or wow. five o'clock in the morning. So, oh, wow, man. That is wild. And Lionel oh, Richie was hosting the American Music Awards that night. So he hosted, got done with hosting, and then they, they cranked out uh, We Are the World. But you got to see the documentary. I think it's it's worth a watch. Uh, a lot of little tidbits in there, a lot of little nuance that I didn't know. 
course, Michael Jackson was, you know, instrumental. And there's a couple moments where I was like, wow, it's, I, I, I might as well tell you one of the moments Lionel is over at Jackson's house and they're working on the song. And Lionel was like, I hear a in the house. He's like, what is what is that? And a snake pops out of the bookshelf. And Michael goes, oh, we found the snake. He lost the snake in the house. And, and all of a sudden, it's coming out of the bookshelf. Can you imagine working in this environment? No. <laughs> imagine doing a podcast and a snake come out of my ceiling. You'd you, you have to be on the, the Joe Rogan podcast. I have to be co-hosting that to be like, okay, I'll deal with the fucking snake. You know, <laughs> if I get a million dollars a month, I'll deal with the snake. But like, that's what it is with Michael Jackson, right? You know, I mean, you, only Michael Jackson could have, like you work with Tony Orlando back then and a snake came out of his studio. He'd be like, I'm out of here, Tony. Get rid of the snakes and call me. <laughs> Yeah, you work with Michael Jackson, you just have to deal with whatever the hell's in the room. You know what I'm saying? You can't like you can't yeah. like go, Mike, I, I can't I can't do it with the snake. Right. Yeah, you got a snake in the room, okay. We'll we'll deal with the snake. <laughs> That's it, we'll work around it. We'll work around it. Now there's another there's another animal story that you have to just watch the the documentary to just see there's not there's right. something else that's going on in the house too. Is is this just a, a one shot movie documentary or is this a series? Yeah, hour and a half. Good, because I went to watch the the one with the dwarf that might not be a dwarf from Ukraine. Jackie and yeah, I yeah. did. I was psyched to watch that. Three, two or three seasons. What what are we doing? It's, Following this person now in their real life now? So and then I couldn't even get it. I had to pay, so I was like, I'm out. I, I don't know about that. Oh, you don't get Max. You don't have Max. I have like it's not the same as what I watch Bookie on because I watch yeah. your show. It's the same, and then. I don't know. Something's going on because it was telling me to. We must have been looking for it somewhere else because it was telling me I had to do a seven-day trial. Like mm, watch your no, show. It's, a, it's on Max, bro. I don't know what's going on. The technology over at the Coriolis house is is is, is underwhelming. I got to tell you. I mean, it's your technology acumen yeah. is that of a seventy-five-year-old man. Like you would think. Yeah. Yeah. You the way you, you the way you behave with technology, you would think you served thirty five years in prison, just got out, and now you're just introduced <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> I gotta ask Jackie; she was right there with me. It was odd, bro. Maybe it's because she was going through her phone instead of through the TV, like we normally do. All right, but then I gotta be honest; I saw like two or three seasons. I thought this was gonna be again an hour and a half. I find out what happened with this Ukrainian. So, yeah. Can you just tell me, was it a man, like, well, I guess I'll try it again. I, uh, how many do I have to watch before I get the gist of the whole thing? Three? There's only two seasons, number one. And and, and I was in Jeez. after they said that the six-year-old had pubic hair. I was like, I was in. I mean, like, okay, well, I got to find out what the hell happens here, right? I mean, man. Yeah. the first well, episode. I mean, and there's a lot. There's a lot there. I know. You know listen, they could have probably cut it down. But if you can muscle through it, there's a payoff at the end, which I think you'll enjoy. Just, just you know, hey, I'm not asking you to knock this out in one night. Just when you and Jackie sit down, you get your popcorn out, your cookies, your ice cream, whatever you got, knock out an episode a night, and then you know, call it, call it a day. But well, I'm, I really kind of like you watching them and then filling me in on the bullet points, like the snake. If you tell me the other animal story, Michael Jackson, I probably don't even need to see the doc anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't really want to well, run it for everybody. 
You do because there's some things that I would like to go over with you in the. You know, right. There's some scenes I want to pick pick apart in the in the in the documentary that that you actually need to see it. We were all abused. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. The Pete and Sebastian Show. So, I was in Chicago. Um, you know, I don't know, man. You know, you're, you're, your parents rest in peace are no longer with us, but... I want to know if you ever, like, how old was your father when he passed away? Almost 75, like about a week away. Okay. All right. So my dad's 77. I went home and, um, you know, his refrigerator, I, I went to go open the door of the refrigerator and the handle is off the, like, it, it, it's like swinging. It's like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Right, the handle, the handle to the freezer is gone, so it's off. So you have to like reach in and then pull it out. The water where you get the water is cracked and that's falling apart. There's spots in the fr- refrigerator where the the um, the food actually freezes. Right now, this has been going on for two years. He's had this the way the way this is. Right, yeah. I go. What are you doing? What are you doing? This is it looks like looks like shit. And worry about it. I go get in the car. We're going to get a refrigerator. No, I ain't going to refrigerator. I got to go to Lowe's. Look at the lo- this guy's the type of guy <laughs> where he's got to go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Sears. You know, he's got to look at the same refrigerator in a different environment, right? There's a place called ABT in Chicago. It's like the premier appliance store in the state of Illinois. Might be the premier appliance store in the country. I've never seen a place like this. They got everything in there from TVs to stoves to bars to outdoor furniture. They got everything. Yeah, yeah. They come and they install it. They're like... They're like cream of the crop. My dad's girlfriend, son, works there. Right? No brainer. He got it in. coming together. You got it in. Yeah. You go there. So we go there. And he don't even want to go because he's like, I don't know. Because we had to go. I had a a corporate gig that I was bringing my father to, and we had to leave at 345. It's noon. He goes, you think we not? It's probably we can't get this all done and I go dad it's, it's we got another three and three and a half hours before we leave get in the car 
And I noticed. What, what, what do you got to do, Dad? You got to pick out a fridge and watch your son do stand up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and, and another thing, you get, in a, you get into his car. I don't know when, at what age this happens, but there's like plastic bags in the side of the door and rags. Like, when do you start bringing that into the car? At what age do you go, I might need a plastic bag while I'm out, and God knows what I'm going to have to wipe something down. Like, what, what do, you, do you have anything in your car? Like, do you have anything in your car other than, like, what, sh like, when you bought the car, what did you add to the car? Uh, yeah, no, you know, put a few napkins in the glove box, always have napkins in there. Uh, and then I got an air freshener. Other than that, you know, no, nah, I got nothing on the side. But, like, who's driving? I'm dying to know. You or your father in your father's car. He don't drive at night anymore. So during the day he drives. At night I take the wheel, right? Okay. So he's yeah. driving. He's driving during the day, and that's another thing. I don't know when the hell you lose the ability to drive. At what age that starts to happen? But he's yeah. braking. He's braking so hard, like you would think a deer was running across the the road, right? <laughs> what did you What did you see that you had to pump the brake that hard, right? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. we go to we go to we go to the place, right? Now my dad's the worst guy to sell anything to because he's always asking questions that the salesman has never heard before, right? Like the salesman <laughs> yeah, probably it. goes through a, the salesman probably goes through a training, right? And they say, "Okay, this is the refrigerator, you know, it's a, this has got it's got these are the features, whatnot." My dad opens it up with um Where's the water filter? Where's the filter at? You know, and this guy don't know. This guy's like, <laughs> it's late twenties. It's in the door somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. I have to bring somebody over. So the guy, you know, it's, it's like my dad always has to. If you're selling something to my dad, there's multiple people involved in the sale. It's not just the yeah. one salesman. They're bringing over like. The mechanic, you know, like the guy that would fix the fridge, he's there showing. Oh, my dad goes, where's the coils in the refrigerator? The guy goes, what? Coil? Oh, yeah, God. I got to clean the coil. I go, dad, clean the coils. Your basement looks like Bin Laden lives there. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't cleaned that in years. Now you're going to clean the yeah. refrigerator? <laughs> so then he's like, okay. He finally decides on it. He goes, uh, all right, let's go make a deal. I go, make a deal. You got the deal already. The deal is you're getting a discount already. The, <laughs> the, the sun works here. What deal? This ain't a flea market in Palermo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> let's, start, let's start talking turkey now. I'm interested in the fridge, right? Yeah. The guy's like, hey, 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 it's got a sticker price on it. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is not shit. the 80s where we're at like the Toyota dealership and we're going to go talk uh, price. You know, this guy wants to negotiate a refrigerator at a major appliance store. Okay, so we go to the computer. Now the guy's rattling everything off. And I, I know my, you know, and before we even went there, I told my dad, I go, I'm going to buy you a refrigerator. All right. 
Just because okay. if yeah. he's going to buy it, we're not going to buy it because he's not going to agree on any of the, any of, like, for example, it's $45 to take his old fridge away. So when the guy presented him that, he's like hemming and hawing. Uh, I go, what are you going to do? Put it on your back and bring it out to the. Like, like why is that even a hem and haw? Yeah. 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 45 hours. <laughs> Jeez, can I drag that thing out? Oh my God! Oh, I can't even imagine what happened when the warranty came up. Oh well, that's another thing. Comes with a one-year manufacturer warranty. Then okay, then you know they got five. I go and I, I just jumped in. I go give him whatever the fuck it is. Give him the ten-year, whatever the hell you got. Give him the most on the warranty because you're gonna drive you nuts uh, if you don't get the warranty. So I said, put the warranty on there. And then you know, they, like my dad will like, you know, just every every nook and cranny of the sale, he's gotta like question why, you know, like oh there's like a there's a this fee there's a that fee right you know the 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 refrigerator says twenty one hundred dollars but before you know the tax and all the stuff that you add on you're looking at three grand or whatever the hell it is, right delivery installation they had to cut out you know some wood so it could would fit so he's got a refrigerator it came next day installed done in done i go what else do you need let's get this oh, going he's, his 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 garage bro it's yeah. another thing it's like I, go, I think he might be a hoarder he he's really in the crawl space, in his salon in the 80s, they had a dry sauna, a sauna, you know, where you go in and sweat. Yeah. It was, all, it was made out house. of wood. No, no. At the salon in 1980. Oh, at the salon. They okay, had a yeah, dry yeah. sauna. Yeah. When he sold the salon, they, they dismantled the sauna. And the sauna is in his crawl space right now. For 35 years, this man has been saving a sauna. I go, what are you waiting for? What are you going to build a sauna in the living room? What the fuck you need a sauna for? He <laughs> goes, you never, you never know. What do you mean you never know? Yeah, what the, right. like, like, have you ever been sitting around the jacket going, oh my God, I wish we could build a sauna right now. Like, This guy's no. got... Coal, right, wood. Right. It's crazy. And I'm like, my God, he's got nine gallons of Mazzola oil in the basement. Like you would think he was running a restaurant, the amount of oil this guy's got in the basement. <laughs> and it's not even on a shelf. It's just on the on the floor. You know, like nothing's organized. Yeah. Right. Now, th this is fascinating like, because do, do you think... Like I saw this, uh, you know those uh, Property Brothers, the twins on uh, HGTV. Yeah. So I saw the special once with, with Brad Pitt. They some woman who I think she was like Brad Pitt's makeup artist or something like that. But she worked with him on almost all of his films, and she had a little studio behind her home. And when she was gone doing a show, a movie with him or something, he had the whole thing redone. And then she came home, uh, and she was in tears. And I'm watching with Jackie, and I'm like. 
I I can sense that she's looking to me a little bit like I I like I liked it how I didn't no one had a right to come and do this. It's beautiful, but that's what I was getting a little bit out of it. Now, with your old man, if you like brought him to your house <clears throat> and brought people in to just get rid of the junk, clean it up, tighten it up, put all this great beautiful stuff in, do you think? There'd be a sense of relief where he's like, oh my God, I never would have thrown that out unless someone threw it out for me. Or do you think he'd be like, you, you had no right to come in and do all that. I liked it. I liked my stuff the way I did. It would, it would be both. It would be, you threw out what? There would be a lot of that. Right. What'd you throw out? Yeah. Yeah. My, but you yeah, could lie and tell we would... took everything and put it in a warehouse, but never take them to the warehouse because it really don't even exist. <laughs> Well, he thinks he thinks everything he's got is worth money. So he envisions this day is going to come where he's going to sell all this stuff, right? Right. He's telling me he's going to have a garage sale. I go, Dad. You know, my dad thinks. I gotta go. My dad, my dad thinks he's going to make sixty-eight thousand dollars at a garage sale. <laughs> a garage sale. It's for, you know, dollar, two dollars, you know, like you're just cleaning it out. You want a little pocket change. My dad thinks he's going to put a down payment on a house in the northwest (laughs) suburbs with a garage sale. (laughs) I was like, your dad thinks all that stuff's worth something. I want to be like, you're having breakfast with what you have that's worth something. It's called your son, okay? (laughs) If you totaled everything you could sell in your garage sale. You could ask your son for twice that in cash and he'd give it to you in 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> oh, God. I but, think I'd be like, my son's doing five shows at the garden. Throw the fucking son out. I don't even need it at this point. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on those shows, bro. You're crushing. You are crushing, man. It's really awesome. But anyway, I don't want to sidetrack you. Five sold out shows no, at the you. garden. Well, the last one will be by the time we're done. Sick, bro. So funny. But that's what you got to do. You got to get this shit for your dad when he's out of town. Yeah, no, I, 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 I actually talked to... I thought it's funny you say that. I, I talked to Lana about, like, actually hiring a, a crew to come in there when, when he goes on vacation and just, you know, put up shelving units, organize the place. You know, they got a a, play, uh, a company out here called uh, Edit, um, something Edit, uh, where they come in and they, you know, put stuff in boxes, they label stuff, they do this, they do that. I think we got to do that. But the more more alarming part of this whole thing was he's got a pair of shoes, sneakers, that he cut the tongue out of the sneakers. The, the tongue is gone. I've never seen this before. I don't know if you... He cut the tongue out of the, the shoes, and there's no laces. So it's like a slip-on. He He... It's like a homemade <laughs> slipper, right? I go, what is, what's this? He goes, that's my gardening shoes. I go, no tongue, no tie, no nothing. He goes, no, I slip them on. I go out in the yard and I and I and I wear these. You know, it's you know, like you ever have a pair of shoes that crops, you slip bro. on. <laughs> But he did. He made his own Crocs. I love it. This guy. I love it, man. Everything's homemade. Everything like he don't buy the Crocs. He makes them. Like he'll make his own version of whatever you're supposed to get. 
to go out in the garden. Like for you, do you have a shoe designated for outside? Like let's say you're going to go do, uh, you know, let's say you're going to get yes. the mail. Do you have a shoe mm -hmm. for that that you slip on and then you slip off and you leave it in the in the garage or whatever? Yeah, I got a pair of Crocs and a pair of Sketches that are my only when I go outside. And then I got a pair of Sketches inside. Then my indoor ones, I switch to my outdoors. When I get something, come back and put my indoors back on. All right, so there's a lot of switching what and whatnot. So I have, a, I have a pair. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. What, what do you think of the, the croc in general as a... As a, as a shoe. Like, what, what, what's your take on this? No. I'll only wear the croc when I'm, like, going to go pick Sadie up from somewhere and I know I ain't getting out of the car. The croc does not get seen by... No one sees me in a croc in public. That's, like... It's embarrassing. It's emasculating. Okay. It, it is. It really is. I feel like I wear my crocs and if somebody caught me wearing them... It would their their vision of me would totally change, right? Like if if I got caught in a crock, like if you came over and I was wearing crock, I feel like you would look at me completely different. Like if I know I would, if I saw you in Crocs, especially with no socks yeah. on, yeah. I don't think I'd yeah. talk to you ever again. Oh man, am I a Walmart knockoff Crocs? My own daughter was making fun of me the other day. Well, you you don't She's even saying, have the, the, those aren't even the brand. Oh, she's God. like that. You, you know, because she puts. You know, you ever see the kids put decorations in the holes? Yeah. And she's like, Dad, your Crocs don't even have holes. They're knockoff Crocs. And I was like, It don't matter. No one's gonna see my Crocs, bro. Goes back to that Steve Jobs video I sent you, where he said, "Old car gets you there the same way a new car does." You know, knockoff, knockoff Crocs. You got? Do you have Crocs, <laughs> by the way? I have Crocs. And if you saw my Crocs, bro, mm -hmm. my kids decorated them. I got the Crocs that you could decorate, oh, right? So I got giddy shit. What? 
Yeah. I got I got kitty shit in my in my in my crocs. I got a ladybug. I got a a pig. It says daddy. They spell daddy in it, right? Right, right. So, so do you, do you feel like that makes it you okay to wear them because you're like the kids? Yeah. Nah, it don't. It don't though. <laughs> I know you think it does, but it don't. <laughs> I don't even like when I see a doctor wearing them in the fucking hospital. What's wrong with a pair of Nikes, Doc? <laughs> when, when did these fucking things become the thing? I don't like doctors and brand name sneakers at the hospital. I I want my doctor to yeah, come yeah. in <clears throat> in a nondescript shoe. I tell you. I'm not into the Crocs on doctors. I'm not into the like casual Nike. It's like, what are we gonna do? Surgery and then go for a run? No. <laughs> hey, fucking, you're gonna do a quadruple bypass on me with your blazers on, guy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you want him to wear? A shoe that like you feel you got to have a doctor's license to even scroll the website to buy that shoe, right? <laughs> you got to have a degree, a, a PhD, whatever. You to get, you should only have shoes if you're a doctor that doctors could, could only get, right? right? Right. Not even the nurse. Not even the nurse. If the nurse is in the shoe, the doctor's like, you got some nerve wearing a doctor's shoe. But well, here, 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 here's a, here's a question, like Man. Jordan or LeBron, they have their own shoe, right? And then you could mm -hmm. buy a Jordan or a LeBron shoe. My question to you is, let's say LeBron is a size thirteen. Do you think LeBron's thirteen shoe and the shoe that they sell at the Nike store? Is the same shoe or is it custom made for LeBron's foot? Oh, it's got to be custom made. You ain't you ain't getting the... Yeah, no, he's got like... I almost did it for Jackie for Christmas where they send the mold that she steps into and then you mail them the mold uh, for running, you know? But in the end, it was just going to make too much foam for her. But yeah, like if Jackie almost is getting her foot molded, LeBron's, they probably make a nice cast out of his foot. Absolutely. Yeah, he, ain't going, he ain't going off the shelf. Yeah. So, so that's what I want my doctor to wear. I want my doctor in custom-made <laughs> shoes. And I and I think I have the shoe. It's downstairs, actually. I think I have the shoe. I'm gonna actually. You know what? It would. It would. I'm gonna right, get the right. shoe that I want my doctor to wear, and I'm gonna get my croc. And I want you to get. I want your take on both of them. All right. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. This is the, what I want my doctor wearing. Oh wow! Look at that. It's okay. like a cross between a loafah and a croc. Yeah, it's a nice leather. I think it goes good with the uh, with the scrubs. You know, a little green and black slip on. Well, what, what do we got? What do we got for cushion? Like, how long? Of, this is a, a question I have is like, like for my example, my doctor wears a nice shoe, right? Nice leather shoe. 
I'm wondering when he does surgery, does he switch out of that to his surgery shoes or short surgery? I'll keep in my leather shoe. Like, like, is that thick enough cushion that right there? If I'm doing a 13 hour heart transplant, I don't know if that's got enough cushion to it, you know? Uh, I don't know. As far as comfort is concerned, I don't think surgeries last more than two or three hours. I think this would get you through a surgery. Something. Actually, wear these. Well, that's a vasectomy issue. Know. That's a vasectomy issue. Yeah. Well, a thirteen-hour show. What, what, what are you? Thirteen hours. What is a Siamese twins? Your 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 your. No, what are you hey, doing listen. for 13 hours? If it's 13 hours, I don't want I, one guy working on me. I, I, there's got to be shifts. <laughs> yeah, right. Forget the shoes. What are they having for dinner halfway through? <laughs> Shit. Now. Yeah, no, that's a nice looking shoe right there. I like that for a doctor. Okay. That should be standard right, guy. I don't, I don't no. like, I don't like when, when the, when the dad's shoe is just like the kid's shoe, but bigger. I, I, I just listen. That is, and that's just loaded, bro. It's loaded with bro, stuff. There's an. I like eggs. They got eggs on here. They lost a tooth. They put a tooth. They got strawberries. They got that says they like Peppa Pig, so they put pig on here. Now listen, I'm not saying, bro, that I'm necessarily ever. I mean, you'll never catch me. In public in these okay okay then that's fine but around the house i'm wearing these to go to you know from the house to outside and, and whatnot now what about what about a, lana's got a friend over you're wearing those and you know she's got a couple girlfriends out on the patio you, you you walking out on in those I mean, if I'm already in them and I happen to run into them, then yeah, but I'm not like throwing these on to go out there. Who am I kidding? Yeah, I'm going out there with these. I got it. See, I, I, look, I'm going to show you mine. But the other day, I literally kicked mine off and put back on my sketches when my wife's friend showed up because I didn't want to be seen in, in them. But, but the, let me ask you this before I show you mine. Well, I'll show you mine. These are my knockoffs right here. You see? Well, that's not even a knock. That's not even a knockoff. What do you it's mean, like a, a Birkin. It's like a Birkenstock knockoff. Right, it's, got it's not even a Croc. Rock it's not even a Croc knockoff, it. bro. Bro, it's what? in the Croc family, bro. It's clearly in the Croc family. What are you talking? It's rounded, rounded, cup like. I just don't have the holes to put in all those fucking lovely little I love egg I pin, I pins. I don't think that's a crock knockoff. That looks like a Birkenstock. But like, I want to look at the heel, the inside heel. The the yeah, yeah. bring it up more towards the microphone. Yeah, what is that? Is that dust in there? What what? What's the two dots? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like you know, it's just one out, bro. I need a new pair now. Oh, bro, that's it, bro, bro. It's like you're like my father. We need a new pair. I don't like the yeah. fact that it's worn out. I think I think you need a new fucking <laughs> pair of knockoffs. Uh, they are they are pretty dirty even my own daughter was like that they're they, disgusting even if they are not they are, they, they are um, they, bro i'm sorry i'm sorry I, i'm taken <laughs> aback i'm taken aback by the filth I'm, 
Why, the why would I buy a brand new pair of gro- Crocs in the middle of February in this shit weather that we already discussed is horrible? I'll wait to spring. Everything gets nice. I'll 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 get a new fake Croc. <laughs> Let me ask you. Hold on, before you judge anymore, are you more of a? Uh, uh, they go. This is this is non-sports, or the kids say when they're playing sports. But what are you? Do you do you dip the heel, get the heel there, or do you keep that up? No, I'm I'm I I, I don't uh, I, I keep the yeah. top up, bro. It's uh, a, no yeah, convertible a, for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at, we'll, we'll flap flap up age. We'll flap up age. <laughs> no need for the flap. Tuck the heel. Daddy ain't running in his fake Crocs. All right, <laughs> don't even worry about that. <laughs> With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. By the way, speaking uh, of running, how how you feeling, bro? How's everything feeling with whatever it is you got going on in your new in the new regime? Mm, I still got the pain in the legs. Haven't had alcohol at all this year, which I'm proud of. I went out with my father nice. twice for dinner. My new drink when I go out, cranberry and soda. Wow. That'll keep you young. Nice, bro. Cranberry and soda. We were out Sounds to dinner fun. the other night. Yeah. <laughs> out to dinner the other night. Right? What's your take on this? We're at the table, yeah. sitting down. It was us and two other couples. One of the couples, they knew a lot of people. So a lot of people were coming to the table and saying hello. And then he would introduce us at the table. Oh, this is my friend John. Now, if you're sitting down eating at a table mm-hmm. and someone, you can introduce some to someone are you required to stand up and shake that person's hand and then sit down or could you just give a like a little little wave what's the etiquette on meeting a stranger while you're sitting down at dinner at a restaurant wow that's good that's good if you came up to a table and you saw your buddy or let's say you saw me and you were at the same restaurant and you came up and I said, oh, Pete, what are you doing? Ah, not that. Everybody, this is Pete. Pete, this is my friend John. This is my friend uh, Julie. Da, da, da. Are they required to shake your hand? If they didn't get up, would you go, oh, fucking get up? They're not required to, but I hit them with a, I, I like when the guy goes, don't get up, don't get up, don't get up, don't get up. That's a, that's a nice thing. But um, it depends, like, you know, it depends who I'm meeting, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to admit it, but, and I don't just mean like fame or not. There's just a presence a person gives off. Some people, you just look up and go, hey, nice to meet you. Other people are like, oh, hey, you know, like they just, an older gentleman dressed nice, distinguished. I'm going to pop up. I'm going to mm. pop up. Little meek 22 year old kid. Hey, the, you're getting a <laughs> nod, you know? Hey. It's a, I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's a quick judgment on is this worth, a, uh, you know, a, a stand or not. Well, 
I was I was giving a stand to everybody because I gave the oh. stand to the. Well, listen, I gave the stand to the first guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like now, if the second guy came up and he saw me stand for the first guy, and I sit for him, he's gonna go, "What? He stood for the other guy and stand for me." So I felt like I established a stand from the get go. I had to, I had to carry that throughout the night. <laughs> now, I mean, listen, this is a different level though. You, you know, you're dealing with fame here. You'll be doing fucking squats all night at this point. Half of these people are coming up saying to their hive to their friend Bill, hoping Bill's gonna introduce them to you anyway, and hoping you get up. And they, they, I mean, you know. It's the same thing we were at the dinner that time and John May was there. You know what I mean? It was like uh, if I knew John May's friend, I would have went, hey, Frank. Oh, John. So, <laughs> I mean, that's. So, so you can't. So you got to You got to sit the whole time. Here's another thing. And you actually did it in this conversation. You, you actually did the move that I want to that I want to discuss at the end of the meal. I felt the night was over like. You know, you ever feel like, okay, we're all hanging out here. It's it's time to go, right? Right. Yeah. Now, I do a move where I brace myself. I'm going to have to lose the microphone to do it. I brace myself on the get up, and I don't do this at any other time I get out of a chair, only when I'm at a dinner and I want to signify to the rest of the table I'm it's over. I do this. That's how I started because I feel once you start it like that, other people almost like, oh, there's, there's the cue. Because if I just stood up, it'd be abrupt and nobody would, out, you know, everybody would be sitting down. But I feel if you do this, like, yeah, 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 I, I know. And then you just, <laughs> oh, man, out of the seat. Everybody, it's amazing how everybody does it with you. Wow, wow. they do it with wow. you. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. for the women, the women, they still sit because they got so much. I don't know why this is. The abundance of conversation that women engage in at the end of the night baffles me. Like you had three hours to discuss this. Now we're gonna say goodbye. Why is all this information now being exchanged on the goodbye? <laughs> right. Stuff of, yeah, just, well, you know, they couldn't fit it in in the time, I guess. But this move that you're saying here, it's one thing to, to, to go, to kind of verbally go, so, yeah, and like try and give off a verbal cue that you want to be ending because that can be interpreted. But once a man goes like this, and then he has to come back down to hear what you had to say. Everybody knows uh, he was already in his dismount. He was already. So anything now is beyond. This guy wants to go. He wants to get the f out of here. So it's a, yeah, it's abrupt. It's abrupt though, bro. You're like, my move is, you're basically your move is to get up and then stop and give a look like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you stand up. When you stand up in the middle, like not the middle of the dinner, but like the check is paid. There's, everybody had the dessert. It's been cleared. And we're all kind of just talking. And I feel like there could be some verbal cues. Like, you know, let's say the conversation kind of pitters off. It's like, ah, yeah. No, no. 
But anyway, listen, guys. And then I feel like there's like a. This has been great, you know, like kind of yeah. ending the night. But there's another thing. It was somebody else's birthday that we were invited to. So here's the question. Can you, do you have to follow the birthday couple's lead on when the night's over? Or can you as a guest determine, I'm done? Because I'm at the age now. Yeah. When I'm tired, I have to leave. I hear you. Now you do I, I I feel like once dinner and dessert is over, it's anything now is extra gravy. I I can leave at any time. I can leave at any time, man. I came for your birthday. We did eat. Technically, you could leave right after the the, the singing of the song if you're doing that. That's another thing. They brought the cake out. Yeah. <sighs> Are you required to sing happy birthday? At a restaurant past a certain age? Like, I know. She was, I don't know, like mid-30s? Are we still singing happy birthday? When do you, when are you done with happy birthday at a restaurant? Well, you're bringing up a bigger question because I, I, I literally had this argument with Jackie yesterday. I'll say how I said it verbatim to her on the couch. I said, you know, Jack, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, I'm going to say, yeah, uh, I, I am too cool for fucking some things. There, I am cooler than other people, all right? So when people say, uh, what, do you think you're better than some people? Yeah, there's some people I'm better than. You ever go to a Walmart? Yes, definitely. There are definitely people I'm better than. And I feel like, you know, something like that, singing a happy birthday, unless it's for your own wife or your mother, I have a personal image. I can't just be singing happy birthday at a fucking Applebee's for, for, for your wife who I barely know, I chat with once. Like, so do I go against my image to be a part of this thing, or do I risk you thinking I'm a jerk? Because I, I saw a Pete, he wasn't even really singing. No, don't put I me think... in a position where I gotta sing. I don't know. I don't know. Whether or, you or what sing you're invited. What? Listen. Whether you I'm sing. So mean or not. what I said. So mean what everything I just said was so mean. Sorry, folks. Why? You just say you just you're just saying that you have an image that you're I'm saying I'm that, and you, and, people. Well, I mean you think that, so but don't we aspire to be don't you aspire to be better than the guy to your left and the guy to your right? Isn't that a goal? Yeah, of course it's a goal. I mean, like, you know, there's people that are cooler than us and we're cooler than other people, right? Mm. B, I don't know much about A guy, but whatever. You don't think there's anybody cooler than you? Us. Not really. I mean, cooler, cooler guy. You know, we're like that guy's, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty cool dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, rational you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can get too cool, and then you're like, you, now you're over cool. Now you're in meatball territory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like like Johnny Depp. Like, you know, that's like, you know, how many rings are too many rings? One too many rings. You know, cool, cool, meatball. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. Oh, shit. <laughs> So, like, all right, 
I'll give you Clooney. I mean, you know, I, got, I don't know how I feel politically sometimes with that guy, but he's like cool. Yeah, he's Damn, cool. Damn, cool. cool. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But getting and back Andy to the Garcia. I mean, Andy Garcia is like the freaking, should be the, yeah. the, 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 the example. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Getting back to the birthday song. If I yeah. feel you're you're guilty if you're sitting at a table and they are singing the happy birthday song and you're not, you're just lumped in with that. You're like, oh, he's at a table and he's singing happy. Even if you know, you're not singing, you're just lumped in with like almost like guilty by association. So, uh, it's it, interesting. I don't know. The like you get you on the Rico act. Yeah, guys. <laughs> the cake came with a candle, and there was a moment of. Happy birthday, and it just died. <laughs> it died. It didn't get sung. It 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 because only one person started to sing it, and nobody started to join. And it's got to be awful if you start the song and nobody chimes in, and you got to go. Happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, it, oh, it was, it was. <laughs> so, bro, bro. I got, I got a child relative that when we do happy birthdays, and then Sadie started to do this a little bit too. Happy birthday to you, and the the, the child would go ah, cha cha cha, like that. And I can't do it, ain't my kid. But then finally one day Sadie did it in the middle of a song. I go. Just give it a look back. Don't, don't fucking shot, shot, shot. I, I don't like adding shit to the song. No. Now, do you feel, though, this is so fascinating. F sounds to me like there's a cutoff age where adults feel they don't need to sing this out loud at a, at a restaurant anymore because this clearly happened. I mean, with the people you were with. Mm. Um, do you feel if this was at the home that the song would have gone all the way through real nice it was specifically because we're at a restaurant totally different when it's at home because what happens at home generally speaking when you bring out the cake you cut the lights you know there's a candle there and then and then and then the person maybe doesn't even know that they're getting a cake and all of a sudden they have and they're like what, <laughs> what? you know like it, it <laughs> signifies that there's a cake coming out and we're gonna sing happy birthday uh, privacy or your home fine you're 50 at a nice restaurant where they're charging $29 to 38 bucks for a plate of pasta. You don't break into the happy birthday song. And and, and don't And if the waiter starts it, that's another thing. It's like the waiter should not dictate whether or not we're going to sing happy birthday. The Right. The, the the waiter can't come in going happy, but and then we're like, whoa, gay. Okay, <laughs> he, he's just trying to break the tension, you know. He's just <laughs> tapping the ice first to get the crack going. But, yeah, clearly, <laughs> you, you guys are like. Now this brings up another thing: Can you bring out a little candle, piece of cake, or anything with a little candle lit in it? Yeah. Uh, does it automatically require a song, or can we just do the candle and go happy birthday, Ken? You know, why do we automatically, like, you know, train dogs got to go into this stupid song, man? Yeah, I, I think if there's a candle and a cake 
And you bring it in, and then, you know, like, ah. <laughs> Right? As soon as you see the candle, everyone goes with a ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the, like, the name. Are we going with Ken or Grandpa, Dad? What, are you looking for cues? What are we going with? Holy shit, we're winging this? Oh, I think we may have been into that before. Listen, I turned into I've been a cruise it. ship act. <laughs> I've been at a kitty party, right? And they bring out the they bring out the the the, the cake and they say happy birthday. When it gets to the name of the kid, I don't even know the name of the kid. I I got a silent on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Happy birthday oh. to and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, his name's Jonathan. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I didn't know if we were gonna go with Johnny, John, or Jonathan. So I, 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 I laid back. I laid back. Well, how about this? Right? Yeah. When yeah. you're singing birthday, let's say it's my mother, right? I got my kids there. I'm there. My wife's there. Do you go with Happy Birthday to Grandma? She's not my grandma. She's the kids' grandma. Right. She's my mom. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then my wife might call my mother Rose. So right. there's three names someone's gonna spit out at yeah. once. I go with the kids. What the kids would call because the kids yeah. are the only one that aren't smart enough mid-song to realize that's gonna be a problem when we get to that point. <laughs> you know, they're gonna just go grandma. So like, listen, let's just all queue up with them. Yeah. Oh man, oh, bro. Shit. But like, you know. That's another thing that scares me is like when you're living in wherever it is you're calling home and it's your birthday. It's one thing when you're on the road, but you're at home and it's your birthday and midnight comes to end your birthday and at no point anybody lit a candle and put it in front of your face. It's over. It's over. Well, (laughs) here's another thing. If you take out an 80-year-old grandmother or grandfather to dinner for their birthday, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel if you're at a restaurant and a, like a senior citizen gets a, a, a cake with a candle, then you have to sing the happy birthday, right? I feel like oh, yeah. at that age, you right. have to start singing happy birthday just so the senior citizen knows what the hell's going on. You know, like, <laughs> like sometimes they're just sitting there and then they get like a cake and then they... Happy, and then and then like because <laughs> at that age, bro, that might be the last happy birthday they even hear. You know what I I'm know. saying? Like I know, yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> when you're 38, 39, whatever, 45, 50, you got a lot of birthdays to come. You start hitting 80, 85. This might be the last yeah. fucking song you hear. Yeah. No, listen, I know. If, even when you're mentally not out of it, I'm wondering if someday I'm in a nursing home, if I get there and my birthday and like I'm all by myself and like my nurse, I got a male nurse named Frank and he goes to light the candle. Like what I go, don't even, don't even worry about it, Frank. Don't even like, <laughs> like, like, like I, don't, I barely even know you. You're getting paid to be here and light this fucking thing. Just forget it all. It's over. It's done. <laughs> if it ain't somebody who loves you, Firing up the candle, then, then, then don't even light it. Don't even like you don't care about me. If I died mid song, you wouldn't care. So don't even light the goddamn thing. 
God, God forbid you're 90 years old in a nursing home. You're in a wheelchair. Oh. They put you in front of a window every day, right? And you just stare out the window, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you even do you even think do you even know it's your birthday when it comes around? At the, at that point in your life, everybody's dead, right? You're yeah. you're in a you're in a wheelchair like this right? every day. They feed you applesauce and whatnot. Do you come think? On, <laughs> come on. Do you think you even know it's your birthday when it comes around? Well, <laughs> if they didn't tell you, no. I, I, if you if they're putting me in front of a window to, to stare out into the abyss all day, I'm probably not aware of what what the date is. I'm with Sadie. I mean, holy shit, ain't my daughter showing up with, with a goddamn candle? But uh, other than that... You know, bro, once you go into is, the home, once you go into the home, it's over. Like, they, 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 they come to see you once a month. <laughs> come on. I know, man. You Just think, you think Sadie's coming every day? Hey, Dad, how are you? Right. Once a month. Just put the rag over my mouth on one of these nights without me knowing when it's coming. You know? <laughs> like... Even if you're in the home and you know you're still mentally there, do you care? Like, do they go, the nurse comes in, you know what today is, Mr. Pete? Oh, God, that's the, call me Mr. Pete. <laughs> I used to do stand-up, oh. you know. I know, I heard your daughter was here. She said you were very funny. Oh, I made him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we all end up, bro. We end up in a fucking home with some stranger feeding us applesauce, going, oh, "It's your oh. birthday." Oh, I know you, bro. You go to bed. Right, you, you put them olive trees in. You're hoping to die like the Godfather underneath one of those olive trees in your backyard. That's it, right <laughs> there, right head first, <laughs> head first, right onto the table. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! Too oh, funny. God. Anyway, all right, man. Oh, this was shit. great. We had a good time here at the Pete and Sebastian show. <laughs> uh, good stuff. We will uh, we will see you next week again. We got some guests coming up. We had to cancel because I had COVID, but we got some really cool guests coming up in the next uh, few weeks. Nice. So stay tuned to that. SebastianLive.com tour dates are there. As Pete mentioned, there's a fifth show we added. It's a Sunday night. I think it's September 21st, 22nd. Uh, so go get your tickets for that show as well as the rest of the tour. And that's it, bro. We will see you next week. Good hang, man. The show has ended. Cranberry and soda. We were out Sounds to dinner fun. the other night. Yeah. <laughs>